0: 141 951 1025 It's time to talk football. It's Clyde 1 Super Scoreboard.
1: Good evening and welcome to Clyde 1 Super Scoreboard as we get set for a huge international break. Scotland are in Seville knowing a win A draw or even the right result elsewhere would see Stevie Clark's side qualify for the Euros tomorrow. Elsewhere, Rangers managerial search remains ongoing with Philippe Clement and Kevin Muscat seemingly out in front. And on loan Rangers midfielder Alex Lowry has been speaking about perception and accusations of giving off the wrong impression. Two men who would never give off the wrong impression. One in a hoodie, one in a necktie. It's Simon Donnelly and Hugh Evans and you can decide which is which.
2: Well, you see, I was hoping that Simon would come in dressed as he is. Hoodie, baseball cap <laughs> and I have brought back the necktie to Scottish yeah. football and the super scoreboard. But you know, as a football nation, we're odd. We demand success, and then when we're one point away from getting it with a 100% record, we develop nervous anxiety. It's only Spain, it's only in Seville. What's the matter with you?
1: It's all happening, Simon. Yes, I'm
3: looking forward to it. I really am. We're we're so close. Uh, It's been a fantastic campaign, and you know, it's a tough one. It is a tough one tomorrow night. But I mean, who's to say that this group of boys can't go and and get the point that we need It would be absolutely fantastic to do it Off our own backs I think Norway plays Spain at the weekend mm-hmm. So maybe That might be We might have to wait till then But it would be fantastic To go and get that point And, and get us to Germany tomorrow
1: Come on then 01419511025 The floor is yours You have options If you want to focus on Scotland It might be a nice time to do it It is the day before the big game So all All Of the usual pre-match questions need to be answered Are you confident? Can Scotland do the unthinkable and get a double over Spain? Can we scrape the draw? Because that would be enough Or do you fear the worst? Is Rodri going to have picked up his dummy from the last time? Will they be bothered by what went on at the game at Hamden? Will that maybe give them a kick up the backside? Could Scotland do it by getting the result elsewhere? As we said, Norway are in Cyprus I don't know if that's... Is that going to be enough would it roll on to Sunday, and who should play? Because if there's one player, arguably, that really kind of is key to the system, it could well be Kieran Tierney, and he's not there; he's injured. So does that change everything, uh, or is it just minor tweaks here and there? Let us know. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. I was going to say we are in Seville. Obviously, we are in Clyde Bank, which <laughs> is not too dissimilar. Um, but Gabriel, a reporter, is in Seville and we will cross live to him a bit later on in the show. We'll bring you everything Steve Clark says from his press conference as well. So uh, not to be missed. On the club front, I don't think there's any surprise. The headlines are still being dominated by Rangers managerial search. Have you made your peace with this, Rangers fans? Is it Philippe Clement or Kevin Muscat? Is that it? Because it certainly seems that way. Uh, so I do wonder, uh, who would you pick out of those two? Do you have a preference If whichever way it is, why, give us your reasons um, and get them over to us when are you expecting the announcement are you expecting it before the end of the week do you care much about the time frame or anything else you want to add I I keep saying it, if you want to throw in random extra names, I think you still can but we're probably at the stage where there's not a lot of mileage left um, and it, it really looks like the, the kind of final pieces are being put in place so oh one four one nine five one. One zero two five. Give us a call right now please And we'll try and get you on very soon If it's not Philippe Clement
2: or Kevin Muscat Then it's someone right out of left field Because they <coughs> seem to have been narrowed down a long time ago But the mystery deepens I spoke to some of my friends in the newspaper world today And they said that the description they used was There was complete radio silence from Rangers today So some people will get anxious others will say well you're supposed to take your time you're supposed to get the right man the time frame is not important so another 24 hours I don't think it would go any further than another 48 hours I think the appointment would be made by the weekend I
3: think uh, you know it's, it's it's not the ideal time obviously but they've got the, the break. international break they've got the, the little bit of time between the next game uh, next weekend it certainly looks as if it's it's leaning towards these two guys. These two look as if they're the, the front runners for it. Uh, what I will say is, it's it's, <laughs> it's a massive job that whoever it is gets it to come into. You know they've got a squad there that going to try and have to get a tune out from now until the the transfer window, uh, which is easier said than done. Uh, so yeah, it's it's a, it's a big task, but it looks as if it's going to be either claim on or uh, uh, Kevin Muscat. Muscat. Yes,
1: it is impossible that you don't have a thought on this either way Rangers fans there are very few situations as big at a club as picking a new manager so get your thoughts into us who would you prefer out of those two maybe you still are holding out hope that it is someone else and I'm, I'm all for it because it gives us a bit of entertainment when we pluck names from, from thin air but it certainly looks like it's one of those two so which one for you and why Give us um, a call about the timing and when you hope it happens or doesn't happen And anything else on that front, get them over to us Scotland fans, all your pre-match thoughts please Can we do it? Can we get the result we need tomorrow? Are you optimistic? Are you fearing the worst? Who should play? Who shouldn't play? All that sort of stuff and anything else that's out there Sometimes the international break can be a bit of a blank canvas um, and maybe you, I don't know, St Mirren, Motherwell, Colmarnock, Livingston fans feel like you've been underrepresented at the start of this season why not pick up the phone and get it off your chest I'm always fascinated by this international break, you, because the first one's too early <laughs> to really you know, do anything Yeah. Um, but by this one, it's still early in the season obviously but you've got a, an okay sample size by now And the sort of early season excuses, whichever way, are probably out the window when we return
2: Yeah, you know, England gave us a real going over And uh, the expectation is that we are second favourites against Spain in Seville Uh, But when revenge meets vengeance, who knows what can happen You know, John Carver, Stevie Clark's assistant Obviously took the huff over what Rodri had to say about uh, Scotland playing rubbish football. I think we all did. Did Yeah, but he thinks that will sustain the players in Seville. The last time I clapped eyes on Spain, they looked really good. But, you know, one point takes us there, to the finals.
1: uh, And I would not say it's an impossibility. I mean, that's the thing. That is a remarkable situation to be in. As, As Hugh says... You know, for years on this show, the international breaks have come around to you, and they've been a bit of an inconvenience yeah. for for many people. I'm not saying everyone loves international football all of a sudden, but to be going into match day six and already have the chance to be qualifying it is yeah. it's unbelievable to get to this stage. And as you said, we, we'll find a negative oh, somehow. Yeah. It's almost like it's been too easy so far. There's, there's like there's a lot of drama attached to this. Are, are people secretly wanting it to go all the way to Norway? Because I certainly don't. Success doesn't sit easily with us. You know, we, we like the occasional catastrophe along the way,
2: and none has happened by. Five games played, 15 points, uh, and off we go to Seville, which, you know, it, it's as severe a test as you'll find, but you cannot take away from what Stevie Clark has done with this. It's a big test, isn't
3: it? It is a big test, but you know the thing? I'm just sitting listening to Hugh there, and Hugh's got Goes back longer than myself, but see when we did qualify for all these tournaments way back, it was always, or to me, it always seemed as if not through the back door. I remember us I going down to Wales, uh, yeah. the Davy Cooper penalty. Oh. We, we had to play Australia in a playoff for the World Cup. Uh, we failed against. I forget was it? Or, no, that was actually the qualifi- qualification campaign against Italy. I think they scored late on. We always seemed to. Just scrape over the line, even though we were very successful in qualifying for these tournaments. Yeah, this one has been—I wouldn't say it's a stroll, but five out of five. If you would ever said to any Scottish fan that we would be sitting mm. here with five wins out of five, nobody would have went with that. We're, nobody we, just needed to get it over the line. Just we're just not supposed to there. be consistent. we're not used to be sitting at <laughs> this
2: but listen, high it, comfortable we, spot in the group. As I said, you know, we demand success, but one point away from it, and now we get nervous. You know, I'm quite sure that Stevie Clark knows his team already, the players will have been told tonight and have faith in Steve Clark because he has been the man since he came into the job, he took us to a European Championship and he'll do it a second time.
1: Scotland, Rangers manager, anything else out there, it's the same number, 01419511025, let's do it with Tommy in Linwood, how's it going Tommy? Hello, great thanks, how are you guys? Not bad, what are you thinking tomorrow? Scotland going to get the job done?
4: I'm actually really, really
5: confident I think, I think roughly 3-4-0 Oh Scotland come on Scotland. Tommy <laughs> No, honestly I do no. I've been following Scotland all my life really, I've not really got a team to Scotland I follow But I do think, honestly I think, that boy Dykes, what a player Honestly, I think he'll get uh, He'll get a double tomorrow he'll need, to be,
1: he'll need to be some player For us to beat Spain for now yeah, well, In Seville yeah. I must admit Listen I would I was going to say I won't knock Tommy's optimism But I, I'm, I'm We have to keep knock it Tommy's optimism. We have to keep
2: it real And anyway If you're going to Pick on a goal scorer For Scotland You might have had the decency To start with McTominay After he's oh, no. double For yeah. Manchester United Against Brentford And he is the man For Scotland right now But I can assure you Tommy Not now Not in this life <laughs> Or the next, will Scotland win three or four nothing against Spain in
1: Spain? The last international break, it might be a bit of an eye opener. Spain went to Georgia and scored seven.
3: I, I was trying to remember. They then, that
1: they then hosted Cyprus and scored six. Yep. Um, I watched the Georgia
3: game. And Georgia is a place that you can go and struggle, and they told them apart.
1: Yeah I mean Georgia just hate playing in the rain Clearly don't they Because it was like that again um, Like that fateful night at Hamden. Do you think they Do you think they underestimated us at Hamden, And therefore If the answer is yes Presumably they won't do that again Because they made changes that night didn't they
3: Yeah I I, I seem to remember they did Yeah so maybe they did Underestimate us uh, Spain in their own backyard And you know, all the success, that they're not quite at that level anymore. But I watched that Georgia game and they were impressive. They've got good players. It will be very, very difficult for us. But thankfully, you know, out of the five games that we've, we've played already, we've put ourselves in a position where we we're not relying on that.
2: When you take on the elite and beat them, even on our own okay. ground, we don't like that. And if they did underestimate us, then... That has been smarting with them. Mm-hmm. And they will want to beat Scotland. Uh, you know, as I say, it's revenge versus vengeance. Uh, we did not like being told that we play rubbish football. They did not like being beaten by Scotland. So there's a bit of a grudge match tomorrow.
1: Well, the rem- remarkable thing about it is we genuinely are in a conversation about winning the group. I know. And so, <coughs> you know, to. For them to win the group, the bet that they would need to beat us and yeah. beat us convincingly. Yeah. Um. That would be the way they would look to take control of that. So, um. There, there's that obvious incentive as well. Before we get to the emotional bit or trying to, you know, revenge or whatever it is.
3: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, they they will want to try and win the group, obviously. Uh, and it just it just goes to show how well our guys have done till now. What was the double header with the with the spin? Who who did we play when we beat spin? It was a double header. And I remember thinking, ah, we'll, t- we'll take a point off Spain at Hamden, whatever with the other game, and then we go and win both. So it's you have to give all the credit to Steve Clark and his, his squad. You know
1: that was the home, we, we're not used to home Cyprus game, wasn't Cyprus? it?
3: Yeah. So you, you were looking at maybe, obviously taking that one. D- didn't even concede over the two, the two games. <laughs> ridiculous, ridiculous. But again, the boys have been excellent.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Right, Tommy. Who's good to score the four oh, goals? He
3: on. fancies Dykes for two, he said.
5: I think Dykes for two, and I agree. I think McTominay would definitely get one as well. And I actually think that big John Suter, I think he'll start. I think he'll score as well. But I just want to ask a question. Make it quick. <laughs> um, see, What's the rule with the England players in sc- playing in Scotland? Because Tavaneer, obviously, can he play it right back? Nah, I mean, an absolute player, I mean...
1: We don't have, we don't do this yeah. citizenship type thing, and in, and in rugby and so on. There's like there's that is it a gentleman's agreement? Would you call that with the home nations? What's you know? Tommy talking about? Um, for Scotland. Clinton, Scotland. Yeah, I mean, we've, we've had this discussion for a few players over the years. I always remember, was it like Amaruso or something back yeah, in the day? Yeah. People used to mention it, but we don't. Um, like I say, I think there's an agreement between the the home nations that that sort of thing. And but either like the way there might have been a time that you would clamber for it, and with no disrespect to. James Tavernier, Actually, uh, We've got options got Options got, all over the park At the yeah, moment It
2: do.
3: seems We do
1: Kyogo Has a <laughs> good friend. to <laughs> uh, Thanks to Tommy Who is almost certainly Enjoying his night already <laughs> So he doesn't need me To tell him To enjoy it any further What about David Who's in bar head David You you, you, you can't possibly Be as confident uh, As Tommy <laughs> But are you confident?
6: I think he started Celebrating a wee bit Earlier today um, But I'm um, I think we can get the job done. We need a point, and they go on about how oh, they didn't like the way we played the last time. If they're that good, they should be able to combat that and beat us, but they weren't. So if we can get to to half time and it's still nothing each, and the, their fans are on the back of them, they're going to be a wee bit stressed out. But there's no reason why I don't see why we can't either do it again or, or at least get a draw. We, we should be rightly proud. Of, of that we're top of the group, which includes Spain. We oh. we used to be the laughing stock of Scottish football, and now people are having to look at us in a different mindset and say, Do you know what, they're actually playing some good football.
1: Yeah, and that Steve Clark seems to have instilled that mentality, Hugh, yeah. because look, the the crazy thing is, we are in such a good position. We we don't well, we don't need a result tomorrow, as we've said. There are there are scenarios, even if this goes to. So if Scotland lose tomorrow and Norway win. We only have to then wait till Sunday, and Norway play Spain. So oh, again, yeah. you are hoping or, or imagining that Where is that game? That is in Norway. Yeah, in Norway. Um, but again, any dropped points for Norway yeah. is enough to would yeah. be enough to see us <clears throat> qualify. However, Steve Clark's not wanting that, is he? He's not going to want to sort of wait and no, no, rely you'd, rather, on other people.
2: you'd rather do it because of your own efforts, by the sweat of your own brow. One of the great things that Stevie Clark has also achieved is we've got a squad of such depth now that the player who is currently captain of Bologna in Serie A and wanted by Juventus can't get a game. And I wonder if at some point tomorrow, Lewis Ferguson will go on the park, perhaps even from the beginning. Uh, But Stevie Clark, with the mindset that he has, he would take a draw. Imagine being able to say, we made it to the finals well, you're standing inside Seville's Stadium, mm. having denied Spain a win. I think for Stevie Clark, that would be the ultimate pleasure. At the
1: same time, Simon, if when qualification is secure, we won't actually care how it came about. Once no. you look back, I take no. you's point. When you're when you're <clears throat> here in, in the moment, tomorrow, yeah. fine. Yeah, of course, you can you can put that sort of slant on it. But let's be honest, I'm, I'm not sure we can be too choosy about no, the, to, how just, we get I there. I just
3: said to you there about, you know, I'm old enough to remember all these, we're, we're scaping in or we're relying on other people to do stuff, or, or results towards the tail end of the campaign, we're sitting after five games, five wins out of five, I would take Norway slipping up on Sunday all day of the Absolutely. week. Absolutely. Having well, said that, we're greedy. You know, uh, I want to be sitting here tomorrow. She can, you like, can you just imagine Scotland Hugh, with, a, with a positive victory or a, a positive result, rather.
1: Songs of praise, antiques, roadshow on Sunday, yeah. then <laughs> finds out that Scotland have qualified, cracks open He's a bottle of red, the open, and, and then,
2: then turn over to make sure that Angela's made it to the next round of Strictly Cub dancing. I know, you've lost me. Mrs. Duncan loves that. I've switched <laughs> off.
1: Um, David, th- there is a big decision to be made, though, isn't there? Because if there's one player that their absence Kind of changes things A lot It is Kieran Tierney Just because of that role That he He does in the back three What do, what do you think That his absence Will will do to the team
6: I, I think I think the team Have got a, a strength And an inner An inner Sort of Team Sort mm-hmm. of bravado That they will get Even though they're missing One of the Quality players They'll They'll get there I think that even though whoever they bring in will do a good job and the players the whole of living on that park will play as a team and I think there's no reason why put it this way if they get a result to better get plenty of drinking because <laughs> Scottish fans will
2: drink that city dry I think we were a little bit in awe of England when we played them at Hampden and didn't deliver a Stevie Clark Scotland performance uh, but this is the serious stuff now this is the game where there is the certainty that if you draw or win, you're there. You're in the finals. So I think there'll be a different mindset and there'll be no one standing back. Especially when Rodri gets the ball.
1: Yeah, it's a nice schedule that, isn't it? England, Spain and then France uh, oh. on Tuesday away. So hope, hopefully they get the job done. Thank you to David. On the line 01419511025 If you want to talk Scotland If you want to talk The next Rangers manager If you want to talk About something else entirely It is the same number Get in touch And let us know What you're thinking Tonight please
0: Clyde One Super Scoreboard Hear it Watch it Search the YouTube stream now Are the voice of Scottish football? Call 0141 951 1025.
1: Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Hugh Evans and Simon Donnelly are here at 0141 951 1025. I can see some calls coming in about the Rangers managerial search, so we'll do them very soon. Uh, but let's bring in Billy, who's just along the road in Clydebank. First, hi Billy.
7: Hi, how are you? Doing, yeah, I'm good. How are you? <clears throat> ah, not so bad. Not so bad. Good. Uh, What's I your think point tonight? Um, it's obviously about the modern age between Spain and Scotland mm-hmm. And I know a lot of people are going to be Maybe up in arms a bit But I, I really don't want Scotland to qualify
1: You got Spanish family, Billy?
7: <laughs> no, 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 no I mean, have been yours, I've seen No, but um, The games that we've won recently are, Have been absolutely boring And I think if we get to the Euros well, that's
1: going to be battered We were in the last Euros Right, hold and on Whoa, 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 whoa. Let, let, let's, let's, let's think about this, right So <coughs> Scotland 2, Spain 0 Was boring aye, me, Come on, Billy What makes no, you happy in life, Billy? Eh? No, in fact, don't answer that Half Boring! Uh,
2: well, you know We played five games <laughs> 15 points uh, You know Billy now vies with Tommy for the daftest call of the season. We've, <laughs> we've, only, gone from, we've, we've only
1: won four nil. We've only
2: had three. When uh, you know, I, I could hear Kenny Dalglish saying it yesterday. I, I read the quote in the newspapers this morning when he said of the match against Spain at Hampden, the performance isn't
1: important; it's the result that's important. Yeah, but see, even at that, I still think some of that's been overstated because we might not have suited Spain. But you're not it telling me that right. wasn't a good performance. No, we did all right. We did, <laughs> we
3: did, we did well. Look, Tommy's came on full of optimism Billy's went the other way I mean wh- Where's the passion Supporting your country?
1: Right even at that Billy Look everybody's entitled to their opinion If you found it boring You found it boring But this logic of You think Scotland won't do well At the Euros So you actively don't want them to qualify Would it not be better Just qualifying And then finding out How the Euros goes?
7: Um, no Because I've seen this happen So many things before I mean I've been I'm of a certain age, you know, I've, I've watched Scotland and they've qualified for tournaments and all the rest of it, and we have just been slated every time. We beat every yeah, time. yeah,
1: but that's the thing. But failing to qualify, just, but failing to qualify is worse than that, obviously, isn't it? No, <laughs> well, of course it is, though. No, well, well you know, no, I, I no, am also.
2: I, mean, I, I am also of a certain age, and you know the last Euros when Stevie Clark took us. Uh, wasn't good enough. You know, fantastic excitement at qualifying, but it just wasn't good enough. One goal, one point, tata. Uh, and, I, you know, I've, I've gone through all the. I went to the, the, the last World Cup that we made in, uh, in France in 1998, heroic failure against Brazil, and then a draw, and then a bit of a going over in the last game so I understand but all we that there, Hugh.
3: Yeah, yeah, was was there. N- none yeah, of that can exactly. be worse than sitting in the, the country house country was there yeah. at the finals
2: but, but that's the point that I'm making I can go back and Billy can as well to the the win over Czechoslovakia at Hamden 1973 which took Willie Ormond's team to the World Cup in 74 now Billy the excitement at that time was was fantastic and it has rolled on and there have been highs and lows but the ultimate
1: insult to your own country is to say, I hope we don't qualify. The thing is, I, I, I don't, I can't make Billy enjoy the Scotland performances. I think he's well entitled to not. That, that's, that's no, no problem with that. But in terms of this notion that we're sort of, I've been a bit lucky anyway. One eleven qualifiers yeah. in our row. Yeah, eleven. Yeah, I don't and think and I, there's a team in world football can fluke their way to eleven qualification wins in a row.
3: Within that, there's been nice. Foo- we've got good footballers. We have got good footballers. Yes, you can maybe say we're not dining at the right top But we've got European Cup winners We've got guys playing, uh, Hughes touched on it in Serie A All over Europe I think that's benefiting our squad You know, these guys are going and gaining priceless experience elsewhere Playing in good setups, and it, And we're getting the benefit but of taking, it in our squad
2: Taking this tournament in isolation Group A in isolation If Stevie Clark was sitting beside us here tonight and heard Billy say, I hope we don't qualify, we're boring. When Stevie Clark has led us to five games, maximum 15 points, you
1: have to come back to the the conclusion that Billy... What do you want? Norway away was not boring. I mean, it wasn't a good performance, no. but it wasn't boring. wasn't it our best, wasn't our it best was performance, but when Kenny
3: well, in the plane, y- we're, we're, I'm jumping about my living room. So anyway, Billy, we'll agree, to dis-
1: we'll agree to disagree. Cheer up, Billy. 01419511025 is <laughs> the number you need. I was feeling quite good about my Wednesday. It's <laughs> just a drained out of me, I must admit. Andy, what are you
8: thinking? Hi, Gordon, how are you going? Good, you. I'm alright man I've got to admit, a, a bottle there I, I forgot for a wee half a second I'd phoned right And i come up with a number <laughs> I Grabbed the number And I was about to shout Make me a winner <laughs>
1: Listen uh, Hugh Evans is capable of many things But giving you over 100 grand Is yeah, not I one of them, go them go I'm go afraid It's
8: not going to Listen I, I'd phoned there just, I think the, the only be tweak For tomorrow night I think the Greg Taylor's done enough Possibly to take the left backs The left sided slot Robertson tucks in uh, any of the three in the left side, side uh, the, the three, sorry. I think the wee tweak would be, rather than the the sort of a...
1: Going to three, a back four?
8: Aye, the three. No, no. Uh, I think rather than the three, uh, sort of a 4-1-1 system we've been playing, I think uh, it'll change to maybe five-four-one. 4 um, one I think, I've said this before in the programme, although it's important to try and uh, win tomorrow, obviously, or draw, but I think the next step is going to be If going to lose a game to lose a game by one goal, so that uh, winning the sections within our so own gift, because obviously the, the top seeds with getting into the tournament could make that lifetime difference to everybody and getting out of a group within a major tournament for the first time.
1: Mm-hmm. That's an interesting call. Uh, Greg Taylor has played some. He played that he was left back <laughs> in the nil nil in Ukraine that uh-huh. saw us top the, the Nations League. Um, I just wonder about don't see. Uh, 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 listen.
3: Uh, I the, game at the I thought Greg Taylor mm-hmm. was one of the Celtic's be- be- best yeah. players at the weekend. I don't see Andy Robertson playing
1: the Tierney role. Anyone.
3: No, I think Kieran Tierney, Tierney obviously more suited to mm-hmm. that role. I think Andy's better on that left side, playing that usual familiar role. I don't. I don't see it. if there was somebody else I'd to come An- into the-
1: Andy on the line. though You would be doing that to try and keep the same shape, because yeah. otherwise, you're, or, or, or do you? Or does Scott McKenna come and play instead of Kieran Tierney? Well, what's
3: again, the most likely? A, I don't, I don't know. I've, I've written down a back four there, but if he if he uses a three, I think he would opt for either uh, John Souter or uh, Scott McKenna. Scott McKenna. I think, I think that they would be more suited to Is that it, role. If you look at uh, bringing Andy Roberts Robertson, and, and
1: Henry have played most of the yeah. previous yeah, games.
2: You. Both, if you look at Stevie Clark's modus operandi the Scottish player or the Scottish Premiership player will be overlooked in favour of someone who plays in England
1: I don't think automatically it just so happens that if they're playing at a, a level or whatever you know what I mean because Jack Henry stayed in the team and Jack Henry plays his club football in, in yeah. Saudi Arabia now yeah. um, that's about money but, well, uh, know, but that blows apart that Callum, theory though, I think Callum
2: McGregor uh, is by and large the sole representative of the, the Premiership so um, I, I also agree with Simon That I thought Taylor was uh, Outstanding at the weekend And The weekend before that Against Motherwell He was Celtic's best player By a distance um, But
1: I don't think He'll get a start tomorrow um, Yeah It's going to be interesting To see what the the option Looks like what, I, I Andy has put a different slant on it. It's an, it's about, an interesting Okay, if we're going to lose, just yeah. lose 1 0, and there's yeah. still a chance of I don't a winning don't think the You group. ever go into a game
3: and prepare, no. it, oh, let's lose 1 0. But it, it is an interesting point that Andy makes there that, you know, that is there as well. We've beat them 2 0 at home. So if it's a one goal deficit, you know, we're still ahead of them.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Andy, you, you don't think, you know, Spain will be rattled by what happened and out to prove everyone wrong and come out flying, and it might be a bit much for Scotland tomorrow?
8: Well that's that's okay. Uh, first of all I, I don't understand what Shu's saying because my understanding is Porties and Gunn both playing the championship in England so I don't know I don't know his point there. Uh, however the the the, the 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 thing you said there it it, it gives you takes you back to the question uh, how much do you believe in yourself and your own system? Uh now in the past you'd have said that oh we're rattled Spain if we if Spain would have kept my hand down and we'd have been back to the wall and we had ten percent possession and nicked a goal, sort of say like Barcelona performance if mm-hmm. you like. Then now we're going to that game with trepidation. However, that's not how it went. That game went, and we were the better side. I, I, would, I would argue. So therefore, it's us it's, it. it's, it's, it's in the front foot. So they can, they can moan or they want about no point. And Rodri had, I mean, he had a wee pop. But I think if he, even he sat down and analysed the game afterwards. I think he'd Think of saying thoughts about what his comments were because Scotland are very good.
1: Yeah, you're right. Hopefully the same tomorrow. What about Ross and East school, Bride? Ross, take it away.
9: I was just coming on to make a point about Scotland against Spain tomorrow mm-hmm, Go for it uh, I think uh, we've got 15 out of 15 Scotland are flying high for the first time in, well, a long time mm-hmm. And I think we've got nothing to fear uh, I think we're going into the game confident Obviously the England game didn't suit us But friendly What, what, what does a friendly matter? But uh, yeah, I think, we're, I think we're getting the game. Full of confidence,
1: and I think we'll take something tomorrow. Simon, as a former professional footballer, when you go into a game knowing that you only need a draw, mm. what does it do? People always say the right thing, and yeah. they'll always say, "I ah, know we're, we're not thinking <coughs> about that." I don't. I don't think the boys will. Does it ever? I, does, I, I, does it ever get to a stage in the game, or it creeps in? Yeah, the longer if, if
3: it goes as, as a draw the longer you go, people in the team will acknowledge mm-hmm. you know, we're, we're almost over the line here but I don't think, it's not a free hit but there's a freedom that they can go and play tomorrow because they've put themselves in a position in the group where, you know, if you don't get something out of the game okay, it looks as if we're going to qualify anyway but there's a, as as Andy said there, uh, 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 Ross we've played well in the first game we, we actually performed well in that first game We've got players there that have been over this course. Yes, there's a little setback with the England game. But I don't think that will affect this bunch of boys. I think this is the real deal uh, in terms of we're back on the qualifi- qualification campaign. I think, you know, they'll, they'll be looking forward to the game. My only worry is, going back to that Georgia game, I think Spain, you know, they've they've got another couple of gears mm-hmm. from what we've seen at Hamden.
1: Uh, Ross, did you ever think we would... Be in this position So early on In a qualification group
9: uh, I think well, I've been watching Scotland first I'm 39 I've been watching Scotland first Well since I can Remember And uh, I remember France 98 I remember I think it was Spoken about Earlier on in the show where a, a chance a qualification Against Italy And it was a uh, Luca Toney yeah. Swung a ball in And I'm sure There was a handball In the box or it was, was There was also A foul against well, our, Was that ludicrous
1: I don't want to Talk about that That's but enough to Ruin this I mean, night And any know, other I,
9: I'm feeling sick myself thinking
1: about it but you know yeah, I think we've got,
9: we've got a great shot and I'm so confident and I'm so so happy with the way Scotland have been going the, the recent years because it's given myself and my dad and my, my brother and the whole family a chance to get together and it was waiting for a long time but uh, we all stuck with him and this, you know, this is our time
1: Oh I like that time. Do you
9: know this what is, We're going to go forward We're going
1: to go far With this team You've got me right, right. up for it Because you're right That is what it's all about Hopefully everyone is brought together And we can do the business Either Can I, can I make one more point as well Yep go on
9: You get Occasionally when, when players Are the performing at their clubs Or managers are linked With new clubs You get people phoning up Offering taxi fare To take people to certain places Can I just offer a wee cut of quid Towards Billy and see if Bally wants to go down south and support England.
1: Well, uh, Billy's a, a, a Billy was a hard man, it to please, wasn't he?
9: He was indeed. We we'll leave it
1: there. Thank you very much to Ross on the line. Let me tell you about this before we go any further. Speaking of taxis David was waiting on one When he answered the phone Just before the five rings And now he's £106,000 better off He said he wants to spoil his mum Get her some new clothes Take her away somewhere nice David sounds like a good man uh, That makes two winners in a row now After Julie took home 104000 yesterday uh, And she spoke to George on Bowie at breakfast this morning
10: I'm taking my time to enjoy it Make things great for the own kids So looking forward to enjoying not having financial strain in my life. Not for once did I think I would get that. And there you go, I got that call.
1: Oh, Julie, you deserve it, honestly. Tomorrow the money's going up again. We could make you the winner of £108,000 when we make the next call. But you need to be in the draw. So text YES to 61025. That's Y-E-S to 61025. £2 to text plus your standard network rate. You can enter at ClydeOne.com and online entries are £2 as well. Or call 0330 880 4523 with calls charged at a standard rate. It is over 18s only and all the rules for this network competition are online. So here's the important bit. If you get the call from us after 3pm tomorrow, which is Thursday the 12th, All you have to do is answer within five rings Say make me a winner straight away And you could win £108,000 Text yes to 61025 0141 951
0: 1025 This is Scottish football's league leader Clyde One Super Scoreboard
1: Duke Evans and Simon Donnelly are here we've had lots of calls about Scotland's trip to Seville to play Spain tomorrow in what could be the match that seals Euro qualification, more to come on that because we're going to be crossing live to Seville to speak to our reporter Gabriel and he will give you the latest from Steve Clark's press conference over there as well, but in the meantime let's take some calls on the Rangers managerial search Davy is in the south side what do you make of it up to this point Davy?
11: Hiya, how you doing? Um yeah, I, I would prefer uh Philip on to get the Rangers job. Um I think he's been really successful in Belgium. Obviously we've got a few players that have played in Belgium, Desels Raskin, for example. Uh maybe get a scene out of him. And I just think Kevin Musket I just think a lot of a lot of Rangers fans are shouting for him because of the success Ange Bosta had. Um and I think if that wasn't to be the case, we'd be wanting somebody coming from Japan. And apart from that, when Kevin Muskett was in Belgium, he never really done that particularly great in Belgium. Um, he wasn't that successful. And I just think the, boys, the, the Belgian boy seemed to be a better candidate. And I prefer him to get the Rangers job. Yeah, Hugh, we've been getting
1: the lowdown. I'm sure you heard it on the yeah, show. Obviously, yeah. Monaco <laughs> wasn't a, a rip-roaring success no. for Philippe Clement. But the spell in, in Belgium was certainly... the the, the bit that he would point out on the CV I'm sure, what do you you make of this race to be the Rangers manager if you like Uh, I I do believe it's a two horse race, Muscat and Clement,
2: I do believe that Clement would be the favoured candidate for the majority of the Rangers supporters because Monaco might not have been an outright success for him but he was good enough to get the offer from Monaco in the first place Uh, and you know he's a winner, he's done very well in Belgium which is a very good standard. I mean, you know, Roberto Martinez, uh, Belgium with the number one side in the world in international terms. Uh, so there must be a fair bit of quality in that country. Um, but I heard our uh, expert from Belgium on the programme last night saying that it's common knowledge in that country that uh, Philippe Clement has an offer from Saudi Arabia. And I'm wondering if that is partly responsible
1: for the delay... I must admit, I don't think there is any delay as such. I think, genuinely, the process is still just ongoing at this point. Well, if you're interviewing two men... Um, well, but I, I think they're probably more than that. Well, as I say, if
2: it's not Clont or... Muscat. Uh, Muscat, then it's right out of left field. Then. And they've done very well to keep it a secret mm. because uh, there hasn't been a sniff... You know, people have spoken about Derek McInnes, obviously. Uh, Scott Parker appears to have been ruled out at the very start.
3: Lampard uh, was ruled
2: out. Lampard, you know, Rangers clearly briefed the media that Lampard was no longer part of the equation. <coughs> so I, I take it to be Muscat or yeah. Clement. I think
1: Oliver the, Glasner was another name in there, but and Pascal Janssen, but it seems like he wants to stay in the Netherlands. So I think he was he was probably right Simon it's, it's certainly looking like one of those two yeah. I like Davey's point because I, I, I couldn't disprove it that the, the notion of well if Ange Postacoglu did it maybe Kevin Muscat yeah. could do it I have <clears throat> no idea how much that would form part of someone's thinking and we'll never know if Ange Postacoglu hadn't come here we will never know how people yeah. would feel about Kevin Muscat yeah. he'll say that he's done a Off good it. enough job in his own right yeah
3: he's his own man in his own right and I think he's had reasonable success as well mm. Uh so I don't think it's as simple as, you know, well, Ange Postacoglu came here and when you look at the effect that Ange Postacoglu's went on to at Tottenham in his short time there as well, the, the guy seems to have a bit of a, a Midas touch when he goes into places. Uh, so Kevin Muscat's totally different to that, you know. But it does look as if it's, it's between these two. Uh, I don't know much about either of them. I think Davies made a point there, you know, the Belgian link with some of the boys that are have played in that league for Rangers does that help them possibly? But as, as I said at the top of the show, it's a it's a major job for whoever comes in because I watched the Limassol game the other night and, and for want of a better expect, they they lacked fight. You know, I thought the young lad McCausland, that came on for twenty minutes showed more in that twenty minutes than anybody else.
2: It's a dangerous assumption to say, "Oh, he's a Belgian, therefore
1: all the Belgians." Yeah, are. but I can, y- yeah.
3: Y- you can see, you know, style of play possibly. The journalist
1: last night seemed to be confident that the a Belgian manager could get a tune out of Cyril Dessels Davy, which would be interesting because most of our callers seem to think that would be a tough ask.
11: Yeah, I agree. I mean, I, I do agree with that because Dessels has been pretty dreadful, same with To be honest with you. Um, and we've we'll spent a good bit of money on him um, As I said, we'll, we'll soon we'll find out it's sure enough Hopefully we'll maybe find this week the end of this week who the manager is Is that what you'd
1: expect, um, the end of this
11: week? Hopefully, because you would like the manager to maybe take the training From Monday, Tuesday onwards Because we'll get Hibs on Saturday So you would kind of hope the new man would be in place pretty soon Because um, I do think whoever, can, whoever comes in Could maybe get a tune out of the players and The league's not gone yet, it's only seven points and you, you never know You could maybe turn it around um, But as I say I, I think they need to get a appointment in pretty soon I don't think it can drag on and drag on
1: You're a good man Davey Let's squeeze one more in before the news Justin is in the city centre What are you thinking at this point Justin?
12: Uh, how are we doing guys? Thanks for having me back on again Pleasure. Um, I'm concerned on a couple of points And kind of used, kind of touched on it a wee bit But I, I don't think any of the candidates that's been put forward, to be honest with you, over the last week or so, are setting setting the heather in fire. I, I don't think they're particularly enthusing any of the Rangers fans. I think it's, you know, we're limited to what we can go for or who we can go for, which is a, a concerning part. considering you know, I think most Rangers fans or most people of Scottish football we're a, we're a big club with a lot of history, and you would think that would be appealing. To a certain quality of manager It doesn't seem to be Maybe that's a reality check for Rangers I think Plumont oh. is the, the better option Out of the two Muscat Doesn't tick any boxes for me at all uh, Other than the fact he's an ex-Rangers player Other than that I think there's you know, Going down a dangerous road like you obviously said Going down a dangerous road just because you know Plumont's the uh, Belgian connection with some of the Belgian players, I think they're going down an even more dangerous route on the Muscat Avenue, Look, even bringing Postecoglou into the conversation, they're completely different managers, they happen to be the same country they manage in similar countries, the similarity ends there, as far as I'm concerned so, raising that conversation that oi you could potentially be another inch Postecoglou. I don't think there's many managers like Postecoglou. that's coming from a Rangers fan, I think he's a very talented coach. I think he's a very good man manager. And That's obviously proven when he's been down to Tottenham. So,
2: there's another uh, interesting dimension here, Justin. Um, Graham Sunnis, you know, he he was brought in to yeah. help with the process. And if there is to be someone out of left field, you know, Graham Sunnis's knowledge of Kevin Muscat must be limited in the extreme. Uh, I, I don't know if he has any prior knowledge of uh, Philippe Clement. But if he was brought in to
1: assist in the process, I'm wondering what he's putting before Just, Rangers. Yeah, Justin. If you're underwhelmed, but at the level of of candidate, what what sort of level would you have been comfortable with? You know, what, realistically, what what should Rangers be looking at if it's not these
12: two? I mean, it's it's a bit hypothetical to be honest with you, because as I say, you, you can only as as the the old Scottish saying goes, you can only pee with the, the oh
1: parts right, you've got, okay, yeah,
12: mm-hmm. <laughs> but. I think we are limited to who's available. We don't, obviously, have the money. I think a reality check, uh, and maybe yeah, I'd be keen to understand the guy's opinion, but Lampard seemed to be ruled out quite early. I know that was the an ideal choice for a lot of people, but is that maybe down to the conversation of him making that decision because of potential budgets that were on offer? Or I, I, I would come what, at it
2: from the other direction. I that, think I mean, so. what, what had Frank Lampard done? that would that, that would make him be the automatic favorite for the job you know I, I, I just
1: comes across well however his managerial track record not great thank you to justin it's that time of the night already
0: beat the pundits the Scottish Sun. For
1: the best football news and opinion online. The Scottish Sun.cora.uk slash football. Did you hear last night's Beat the Pundit? Another another did... school pal of yes, Mark Wilson. I read it on the, the Twitter post. Phoned in. So here is your challenge tonight anybody out there go to school with Hugh Keevans <laughs> <laughs> I know we're asking a lot if you want to get Billy Cosley. <laughs> uh, or Simon Donnelly for what it's worth I just think finding one of Hugh's old schoolmates will be more impressive Forward. because he didn't have any oh, 01419511025 one, 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 oh, and the lines close at 7
0: Tackle the headlines oh, 01419511025 one, one, oh, Clyde 1 Super Scoreboard
1: we're into the second hour on Clyde One Super Scoreboard Hugh Evans and Simon Donnelly are here And waiting for your calls So don't let them down That's the last thing we need Get in touch whether you want to talk Scotland against Spain tomorrow Rangers managerial search Something else entirely Pick up that phone We're going to go live to Seville very soon Hear from Gabriel And bring you everything Or the most important things I should say That Steve Clark had to say during his press conference So let's play this first Eat the pundit with the Scottish
0: Sun. For the best football news
1: and opinion online. The football. Unfortunately, no wins this week for the listeners yet. Kenny won on Monday. Mark Wilson won a tiebreaker against his old schoolmate Chris last night. I did say we needed to try and find uh, one of Hugh Keevan's <laughs> old schoolmates. Aidan and East school Bride. I'm gonna guess that is not you. Uh, well,
9: I'll try my best to beat him as much as I can. <laughs> uh
1: Aidan are you at home, and East Kilbride? Are you on your travels? Where are you? Uh, I'm in Seville just now oh, You're over for the game? For... Over for the game, Yeah. Nice well, I mean, I'm just <coughs> t- The surprise tone was more like I didn't think any of the Scotland fans would be Fit and able to play Beat <laughs> the Pundit tonight You sound alright Well, we'll wait and see in a few minutes <laughs> <the> question, but... <laughs> When did you get there? Today?
10: Uh, today I got in a, a few hours ago now But I left, left early this morning
1: Brilliant was it, a, was it a straightforward route I know the way football fans Sometimes need to take The wee detours To get
13: there uh, So we were via Madrid So it was Madrid And then a connecting flight To Seville So it mm. could have been worse
1: It could have been worse It could have been worse Right well let's do the questions and we'll maybe talk more About the game in a second uh, If it's heads You will play Hugh Kevens, If it's tails Simon Donnelly And it is heads Hugh Kevens Against Aidan From East Cobride. In Seville <laughs> uh, It's all happening You are Mr. Worldwide Quite truly Hugh Keevans Let me give you Some greatest hits radio To listen to Turn it up nice and loud Aiden, 30 seconds Just answer as many questions As you can If you want to pass And get on to the next one Fine by me okay Cool Let's go Your time starts now Who's the only Celtic player Called up to Sweden's National team this week hey, Lagabreelta Who are Rangers Next Europa League opponents hey, Sparta Bragg how many teams are in Scotland's Euro 24 qualifying group? Five. Name any Scottish top flight side who's conceded the most league goals this season. Ross uh, County. Who played more games for their national side, Philippe Clermont or Kevin Muscat? Uh, Muscat. Which World Cup winner joined Celtic for one season in 04-05? Erm... Um, Okay, let's bring back Hugh Evans. Can you hear aye, us, aye, Hugh? Aye, yeah. Simon Donnelly, I think is the biggest music fan we've got uh-huh. in the, the team here. So I think he, I think his favourite thirty seconds moment of the, of the week is when he <laughs> doesn't need I to know. listen to me <laughs> and he can listen to whatever that was. <laughs> I shouldn't know it. Oh, that's not. Up your I'm not going to say no. it. It's one of these what was it? Rock anthem things. No, oh, I no. shouldn't that's know it. Right, Hugh, you ready? I am. Same set of questions, and your time starts. Now Who's the only Celtic player called up to Sweden's national team this week? Uh, Lagerberg Who are Rangers next Europa League opponents? Um, Sparta Prague How many teams are in Scotland's Euro qualifying group? Five Name any Scottish top flight side who've conceded the most league goals this season Uh, St Johnston Who played more games for their national side? Philippe Clement or Kevin Muscat? Muscat which World Cup winner joined Celtic for one season in two thousand and four, two thousand and five? World mm. Cup winner. Quick, three, nice. two, one. Okay, what are you thinking? Uh, I'm not sure. I think it's close, though. I think you sounded very confident. I'll tell you that this man's he's 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 got it's his tough, game face on over there in Seville uh, The only Celtic player called up to the Sweden squad Is Gustav Lagerbielka You both got it You both knew Sparta, Praga, Rangers Next Europa League opponents You both knew there are five teams In Scotland's Euro qualifying group Great standard so far Name any Scottish top flight side Who've conceded the most league goals Hugh, I think St Johnston was an obvious place to start But it was wrong oh. Livy, Hibbs and Ross County Have all mm. conceded 12 Only 11 for St. Johnson. Aiden got it. Oh. Who got more games for their national side, Clement or Muscat? Both went Muscat, both correct. He got twenty-eight eight more. And which World Cup winner joined Celtic for one season in two thousand and four, two thousand and five? We guy. Janino oh. and Aiden got it. Not Bro, only oh, did Aiden get that as well? not only that. has Aiden won, he got everyone right. Brilliant. And Brilliant. you know what that means, Aiden. Means you need to try for the 10. We're not keeping you from your paella, are we? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> In what year did John McGinn join Aston Villa?
9: Oh, uh, 2018.
1: Oh, that is right, you know. Who are the current holders of the Scottish Challenge Cup? Hamilton. Uh, by the way, who is this oh. guy? Oh, He's, We've got one of the eggheads on the phone. There's only really <laughs> two left name any Scottish team who've been promoted into League 2 via the Pyramid playoffs Uh, Cove Rangers wow this guy one Uh more this is it the 10 I don't know if our listeners ever got the 10 true or false the Scottish Cup is the oldest football competition in the world
9: eh
1: true oh it's false the FA Cup's three years older according to the producer I (laughs) I actually thought the Scottish Cup Ah, was the oldest so did I yeah was it Oh, it's the, right. The trophy's older, I think, uh-huh. but the actual tournament is. I don't know. I'm giving you it anyway, and I thought that was magnificent. So good. You can go and tell everybody in Seville that you just embarrassed Hugh Evans. Well done to you. <laughs> well done. Weekend A- be even, even better. I'll take it. Good man. Thank you, Aidan. Enjoy your trip. Thanks very much. That's my oh, first man. long distance defeat. We're not sending the ball to Seville, by the way. We'll no. wait to nisco East <laughs> You can take it up the road. <laughs> you you could easily go that way for sure. good was he? Brilliant.
2: Yeah, brilliant. I still think That answer's wrong I think The, the,
1: the Scottish Cup Is the oldest Oh pro- Producer Chris Is is very much Not having that In, in my ear At the moment um, The trophy's definitely The oldest But he says it's But we had a We had a quiz In the office
2: Earlier on today About famous Scottish international Players And at one point Chris put up
1: Dean Windass So we can't trust him Is what you're <laughs> no. saying Yeah. We'll see. Anyway, that didn't. It's not enough to save you from meet the pundit, and we've got oh, a, a oh, well victory done, on the board for the listeners, which is good. That's what we needed. I think. I think we needed one of them. Uh, so it's all one four one nine five one one zero two five. If you want to play tomorrow uh, or any other night for that matter, and in the meantime, same number. If you want to get your calls into us, whether it's Scotland Rangers, something else entirely, please do give us. A call. Lots happening. Lots and lots. We're just about to speak to Gabriel, who is also in Seville. Although, judging by Aiden's football knowledge, would be as well just, yeah, he could take over, really, couldn't he? He could interview Steve Clark. No danger, I'm sure of it. Um, let's hear a bit from, in fact, I'll tell you what, I was going to play a clip from Alex Lowry, which is interesting, but I'll do that later because I think that changes focus um, away from Scotland ever so slightly. Um, seems like a, a, Big travelling number, Hugh. I'm not sure the exact number of tickets. I'll, I'll double check. But um, Aidan, the the travelling Tartan Army, hoping that they're witnessing something famous tomorrow. Well, you know,
2: first of all, they've got an excellent destination. It's a lovely city, so well. Uh, they've got a very, very good <coughs> host team. Spain are phenomenal. Uh, Simon's been talking about the game against Georgia, where they scored seven. I thought that night they were absolutely awesome and it could have been 10 Um, so yeah, it's got everything about it tomorrow there's the the prospect of a draw that takes us to the Euro finals Uh, there's the prospect of an outstanding football match there is the prospect of unbelievably Scotland winning 6 competitive matches in a row Uh, Have, have er,
3: have we ever won a qualifying group before?
2: Uh, no, there's a question, but I I'll tell you, I I, I could certainly not recall any group from any decade in either of the great competitions, the World Cup or the Euro Finals, where Scotland won six
1: matches in six a row. Out of
3: six, yeah.
1: So it's all there tomorrow. It is indeed, and if you want to share your thoughts, it's 01419511025 or Twitter at ClydeSSB. So please do. Uh, I can see lots of you getting. Uh, in touch I, I had a feeling about this So um, What's this Daryl has now People are sending me the history Of the Scottish Cup huh. uh, 1873 Apparently yep. So yep. there we go um, What's the what's the headline here though If we got it right That's what we need to know Really um, it, it's, I've also There's a call coming from David there who's at, Who wants to <coughs> point out That he got a 10 On Beat the Pundit Against right. you previously Was it? Do you remember this? No, I don't. Nah, well, you would say that, though wouldn't you? Ten, just try to forget that it, it never happened. Uh, but it ever happened, I should say. Yeah, I, I yeah. get a ten. You did actually. That yeah. wasn't that wasn't so long ago. No, wasn't. I've it? still kept the piece
2: of paper that you gave me with the questions on <laughs> it. Have <laughs> <We> you actually? Yeah. What <laughs> <really, laughs> Let's bring,
1: Let's bring in Josh, who is on the line. How's it going, Josh? How you doing, gentlemen? he's all right? I'm Good. not bad, How'd Josh. You are you? I know you're a passionate Scotland fan as well. Are you there? Are you watching from home? Where are you?
5: I'm currently looking out the window uh, of a car in uh, 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 the Spanish countryside. Um, Gordon, we have we've had a bit of a nightmare today. Um, Tell us, we're here some, for you. Well, some some idiot, some idiot uh, forgot that uh, they're an hour ahead in Spain, uh, and uh, we uh, we missed time by train, so we ended up missing our train. Uh, and but but it's it's not said in the Scottish media, but but tomorrow's a, a Spanish national holiday. So we couldn't get another train from Madrid to Seville today, they were all sold out So we're now um, going doing the, the equivalent of the Spanish M77 Driving about 300 miles to Seville in a seven-seater car
1: It is, yeah, I've looked it up, the National Day of Spain is held annually on October the 12th, did you know? And it's, it's kept Josh away from the train so uh, How many are travelling, Josh? Well,
5: there's, there's seven of us in, in Seven of us in uh, one car and there's four of us in, in another motor. Really? Uh, a couple of hundred kilometres ahead of
1: So you had uh, to go and hire the car in like an emergency?
5: Uh, yeah, I, it was like an emergency hire uh, and it's costing us a wee bit more dough, but um, some idiot... Who's I, the idiot?
1: Me, N- N- name and share. Well, him. And is
5: it you? It's <laughs> me. Yeah, it's me. Yeah, so uh, we, we uh, yeah, forgot that uh, it was an hour ahead in Spain, so uh, but we're now currently driving down to the world. But
11: it's great
1: because I, do, I still don't understand it though Because when you get there though I mean your phone I mean Hugh, Hugh Evans's phone won't do it But you're not just in local time I, I, What do you mean how have you, how have you managed that? Or did you well, not get there to, in enough time? We had to book the train in advance So we booked All right, you it booked for the wrong maybe time. about
5: yeah, we booked an hour and a half In advance After our flight Not enough uh, And then when we got there We found out it was only half an hour <laughs> uh, So So this has resulted In us now being late uh, To get down to Seville. But We're in great spirits We know We've had a bit of luck now With this seven seater Things are going great. We all got you. Know, well, the the the, folk, the back five, the five in the back, have got to carry it. Was a out.
1: That's Who is the driver? Is it one driver? He or she deserves a mention, surely. Know, let's,
5: let's see, absolutely, Alan Corson, an absolutely top man. He's uh, he's taking on the drive and he's driving. Well, the best part Are three hundred miles. <laughs> uh, so, fair play to him, by the way. Doing absolutely fantastic. <laughs> he, he, he struggled a wee bit at first with it, with the right hand side of the road, but
1: he's doing okay now. Oh my! I, I don't um, know if I can have this on my conscience. I mean, I'm glad that it's not George right. that's driving. To be fair, just stick to the right side. That that's that's. So, what critical. time do
2: you get into Seville then? British time or Spanish well, time? Well. Well
5: we reckon We reckon uh, Spanish time Hugh We reckon we're going to get in about Half ten, eleven o'clock But we've got a big villa booked It's got a pool uh, And we've got a carryout So we're just going to Once we get there We're going to get the cards out And get the bevy on And uh, get the tunes and that So right. be brilliant
1: Are you that guy that Appeared at the Rugby World Cup <laughs> Last week By any chance? Did you see him?
5: <laughs> yes Gordon I did see him nah. And I can tell you Absolutely no way am that guy Exactly
1: Football's version Much better Um Josh, is it going to be worth it? That's the ultimate question. Is it going to be well, worth it?
5: Well, that's that's the question, Gordon. Well, I mean, we've we'll all been saying ourselves we better get a result than we're running after. this carry on. But, uh, but no, really, um, there is a bit of a kind of belief. I mean, we've already done these. We've already done this mob once uh, at hand, so I mean, I don't see why we can't go to the stadium tomorrow and and you know at least get a point maybe by frustrating them. Um, you know, doing what we did at Hamden and 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 just kind of um, suffocating the game, making some of them kind of more um, flamboyant players uh, a wee th- bit, wee bit frustrated, uh, and and maybe take home a point and and qualify. Um, it's, I mean, you know, we have the potential here for a, a you know memorable Scotland night. So, can it absolutely can't wait for them on a. If Rodri,
2: wait. if Rodri knew that we referred to Spain as this mob. <laughs>
1: I just like the fact that Josh has got you two as his soundtrack traveling through the Spanish uh, countryside. Josh, does it matter when or how it's done? You know that, that there is a possibility. I don't know if you give Cyprus much chance tomorrow against Norway. There's then certainly a, a, what you'd hope is a bigger chance that Spain beat Norway on on Sunday. Does it? Does it matter when all's told? Well, uh,
5: yeah. I mean, it would it would be good to 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 qualify with the team you know, in terms of at a game that mm-hmm. we're at, or, you know, that, that, I mean, that would be special. Um, but, but I mean, as long as we qualify, and, and I think the job is pretty much done, um, but, you know, Scotland, ever the cynic, you know, I, I tell, you know, bearing black and white, you know, we are going to Germany next year. Um,
2: you know, just, there's, there's a wee part of my conscience that just has that kind of doubt. Um, but... Josh, you haven't you know, booked uh, you haven't booked any tickets in, in <laughs> Germany, have you? Are you aware of the time difference there?
5: No, actually, actually um actually Hugh, uh, my mum and dad are retiring uh, this year and they've bought a camper van. Now, they don't know this yet, but me and three of the boys are taking their camper van <laughs> to Germany next year. So I um
1: <laughs> I must have I like the sound of that trip though. Villa all sorted. Look, the three hundred yeah. mile drive Listen, is not I'm ideal, but
3: I'm jealous. I'm jealous. I'm not I like there. The sound I, of that. I, I, when I went to Seville in 2003, it was a bit of a planes, trains, and automobiles. So I can relate to Josh. It wasn't
1: my fault. Right you're, you're quite big on the old driving holidays through yes, Europe, aren't you? Yes, Europe, right up I, your I, missed,
3: I missed a flight there, and we had to drive from uh, Barcelona to Seville.
1: Did you see Willie
2: Faulkner there? I didn't. No, I met I Willie after the game.
3: Joe I Miller, I've seen. Ah, seen Joe Miller. But yeah, I can relate to that. So it's planes, trains, and automobiles. There's 11 of them.
1: I like Super the sound of the villa. The pool. It's all there. A few beers. You certainly couldn't drive in Spain. Let's not well, even no, no, let's no. not even imagine. Couldn't uh, drive it down here. Josh, enjoy. Hopefully we'll catch up with you soon. Pass on our regards to the rest of your crew and the driver. Thanks,
5: thanks, thanks, Gordon. And uh, everybody, say
1: hello to Click One. Brilliant. Thank you very much to Josh. We will go live to Seville. Back live to Seville again. Uh, but this time to hear from Steve Clark and speak to Gabriel next.
0: Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Listen and watch. Check the Twitter feed at Clyde SSB. Taking your calls on Scottish football. 0141 951 1025. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard.
1: We're about to go back live to Seville, so keep your calls coming. If you do want to revisit thoughts on the Rangers managerial search or anything else, you can still get in touch. We're here for another half an hour or so. But before we go any further, let me give you this question.
0: The full-time teaser with Sliding Wardrobe Solutions, East Kilbride. Tackle your customers' spaces with made-to-measure wardrobes. Good
1: one. This from the Crazy Pony wants you to name nine former Rangers players who've played in three out of the so-called five big leagues. Right, so we're looking for nine former Rangers players who've played in three of the so-called five big leagues. So England, Spain, France, Germany, Italy. gas Okay, England, Spain, France, Germany, Italy. Yeah, Gasol. that would be your five. Uh, da, 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 um, no. Because he would just oh. be England and Italy, presumably.
3: Right,
1: right, right. right. Uh, three. Italy. Uh, yes. AC Milan... Monaco And QPR Or Leeds So Italy France And England It's a toughie Yeah but I mean Obviously there, A few of them are Big old names Because of Trev- Having Trevor Stephen No Maybe the right Sort of era For Brian, one of them Brian Louder. Yes Bayern Munich Fiorentina AC Milan Chelsea So he has A fair old CV Any more that spring to mind Did I ask there is one fairly recent one from the last couple of seasons. Not before. No. I mean Rangers fans are probably don't hold his period at the club in great esteem but he was here nevertheless. It could have been so Fowler. different it could have ended very differently for him. The fluent Frenchman? No. Joey Barton? No. Ramsey Aaron Ramsey Ramsey. Arsenal Juventus and Nice Okay, we'll try and get the other six although those three are the easiest so I don't hold out much hope. (laughs) but never mind 01419511025 let's go live to Gabriel who's been with the Scotland camp how's it going Gabriel?
4: Thanks Gordon all good here and good evening from Estadio de la Cartuja you might be able to hear them testing out the PA system behind me they're cutting the grass ahead of tomorrow as well ...where Scotland will play with a very simple mission. One point against Spain will take them to Euro 2024. It does sound simple, but Steve Clarke knows how tough it will be. Of course, beat the Spanish back in March. A 2-0 victory at Hampden Park. But since then, Spain have improved. Uh, they've won all of their qualifiers after that match. What an opportunity just to avoid defeat. And Scotland are guaranteed to be playing in Germany next summer as you said I've just spoken to manager Steve Clark in the press room inside the stadium here he believes they can seal it in 24 hours time
3: I think it's a mentality you always want you want to be able to go away to difficult places and get
6: positive results Uh, we've managed to do that reasonably consistently over the the last the last few years but we understand that it's going to be
3: a difficult game tomorrow but we don't come here thinking that we have to sit in and defend all
13: night we have to be as effective with the ball as we were at Hamden. Belief will be part of it. Obviously, we have to get the, the tactics right. The players have to put into practice on the pitch what we've spoken about on the, on the training ground. They have to play to their maximum. And
3: Belief
4: is a little bit of that as well. But we have to play our game. We have to play our game as well as we can. And then I believe that will be good enough to get us something
1: from the game. Rodri will be delighted that they're cutting the grass I'm happy for him So there will be no complaints uh, on that front uh, Gabriel, personnel wise We knew Kieran Tierney was out It's a massive blow Kevin Nisbet withdrew from the squad today Or it was announced today um, mm-hmm. I don't think he would have been particularly close to the starting 11 But it is a squad update nevertheless uh, What else was Steve Clark discussing during that press conference?
4: Yeah, we're just on team news, Gordon. It's just Kevin Nisbet and Ryan Jack who have pulled out of the squad since it was named last week. Of course, as you say, Kieran Tierney, a huge miss. He's been one of the most pivotal players over the last three or four years for Steve Clark. But other than that, he still has the 23 players to choose from. And despite Tierney's absence, we do expect him to stick with A5 at the back system I just spoke to John McGinn as well he will of course start Uh, he'll be key as he always is he says that all of the players are really excited there's huge anticipation and he says
13: that a victory tomorrow would eclipse any other result he's ever had with the national team you can back up the road you hear about the positive impact you're having on the whole country Um, everyone's behind the team again we're kind of like you said, reinvigorated, they're celebrating a few more results than what we have done in the past, and I think that feel-good factor is something we, we can't take for granted, I think. Like you said, when we've been involved in disappointing results and campaigns in the past, it certainly stings, so it's good for, for players like myself who have been involved in that to enjoy the good times and, and try and carry them on. We're aware of, of what it would mean. Um, it's not actually really been mentioned. There's been a, a real kind of steely focus from the boys, but we're focused on the job We know there's still work to do To try and get um, qualification secured So We've not spoken about it too much I mean You obviously think about it Of course you do But um, When you've got Spain in their, their own patch You um, Have to respect it We need to be focused on the game plan And that's all we've been focusing on The last few days
1: How important will he be To state the yeah. obvious Hugh 58 yeah. caps now Very experienced And 17 goals The top scorer In the squad So often a talismanic figure before Scott McComney <coughs> had other ideas about taking that mantle.
2: Absolutely essential to the team. The, the cornerstone of everything we do. I'm not saying that because he's from Claybank, <coughs> Although, as he said himself, when confronted by one of these situations, he becomes a wee guy from Claybank, And that's what he'll be in Seville tomorrow. But he an uh, outstanding
1: player and has flourished under Steve Clark. Essential. Yeah I got a late winner uh, For Aston Villa In Europe Last week Um, And (coughs) I think the thing That's so great About the Scotland squad Simon Is it doesn't Tend to matter Whether they arrive In a good place From their club form Scott McTominay Has six goals In his five (coughs) qualifiers And they came off the back Of of no game time For Man United However He did come into the (coughs) team At the weekend He did get a double He won the game In dramatic fashion So you'd like to think That can't be a
3: bad thing No It can only help can only help his confidence. But as you quite rightly say, his form for Scotland has been superb. He's almost taken that talismanic label off McGinn. For me not quite, but they're both very important players. So absolutely, you know, the two goals at the weekend certainly helped his his club side, who were struggling at the time. But that would, you know, stand him in good stead getting into this game. I think it's credit to to Steve Clark and the environment that he's created there that all these guys want to come, they want to be part of it I think one of the callers touched on this you know, if somebody misses out whoever it is that comes in seems to do a job Kenny McLean epitomises that yeah. with the goal at Norway, you know whoever seems to come off the bench or come in for somebody who's injured yes Tierney's a, a huge blow for us because he's a major player but I have no doubt, you know, whoever comes in and plays in that role will not let the, let the side down uh, and again, I think that is testament to Steve Clark and then the environment the, the group there they, they talk about it being like a club side and John McGinn himself there saying about you know the the, the buzz that it's creating throughout the, the nation you know when, when the boys do well so thoroughly looking forward to it and if we had to get a positive result tomorrow night yeah I wouldn't be surprised if it's McTominay and McGinn that get
1: Now we don't mean to brag But it's fairly obvious The esteem with which this show is held Amongst football fans Tonight's Beat the Pundit contestant was phoning from Seville Then the next guy was driving through the countryside Having missed his train Going to Seville Uh, We are clearly a key part of the build up from so far away What's the mood been like amongst the travelling fans That you've spoken to Gabriel?
4: I've got to say, Gordon, I've never seen everyone so confident. Uh, We've got nearly 4,000 tickets in the away and They're all sold, but I'm sure there are many more than that over here. And everyone I spoke to today was in very
8: confident mood. The place is absolutely brilliant. People are lovely. The weather's lovely. All we need is a correct result. Quite sure it's going to be 1-1. We're in the the
2: wilderness for a lot of while, but we're we're coming back, and I think this squad could actually be quite useful.
3: Getting there is... Almost better than be, being at the party. You deserve to be at the party. Quite confident.
2: I, a 1 1 draw, suit me fine.
12: Oh, this will be the biggest party you've ever seen in your life.
6: Scotland!
1: The mind boggles. Look, <laughs> well, like, these are not linked. It's not, there's nothing wrong with having that bit of blind faith or, or confidence no, 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 in your no. team. Um, Recently, though, we were pretty confident of getting a result against England, England and it didn't yeah. quite go to plan. No, so let's yeah. hope it lives up to it this time. Yeah, I
2: mean, let's be brutally honest. You know, we made the Euros uh, Euro Finals the last time, and the, the once we got there, uh, the performance was distinctly substandard. But as one of the fans said there to to Gabriel, uh, qualification can sometimes be almost as good as taking part. Uh, I I cannot imagine how good it would be for the fans to, to get a draw in Spain or even the win and to qualify for the European Championship Finals with six games undefeated and having qualified at Spain's expense and ahead of Spain who will no doubt join us there. It would be
1: a sensational achievement. Right, thank you to Gabriel. I mean you're you're revisiting you were there with Rangers, weren't you, Gabriel, in the Europa League final?
4: Yes it was. I was actually here, Gordon, at the Cartuha stadium, stadium. So uh, just you didn't my second w- trip in didn't eighteen
1: months. Leave anything behind that you've gone back to pick up or anything like that, no?
4: No, not quite. I've gotta say it's check. still roasting here, thirty four degrees in the middle of October and if anyone can remember two weeks ago when I was in Feyenoord, it is a massive upgrade from the pod. Then, don't worry. Oh, that's right.
1: You would have not in your day, Hugh. No, You should have seen the accommodation we put yeah. him up in in Rotterdam. In Rotterdam. Oh my word! <laughs> it was like a, <laughs> I don't know, like a capsule. Oh, like a bollocks! That happened, happened in to a, in a capsule. No, in, in, a, in like a hostel. That happened. And, to and you just in go in, in like yeah, one of those. So he was obviously doing work like for the show. He had right. to just like sit on his bed. And what what you, you said? The shelves. What was it? The shelves in the room were also the stairs to the bed. What was it again? Yeah. Shelves in the
4: room were the stairs to the bed, and it, yeah. keep in mind it's like a half pod, <laughs> so there would be someone directly beneath me. In, oh that, know, that happens to be a semi pod in Japan. Not good.
2: World Cup finals, Japan, right. uh, and it was England. Uh, and I went a, a four-hour train journey on the bullet train from Tokyo. I Can't remember where it was. Nagasaki. I can't remember. And we got put, there. Put, put on a, look, a shelf. Got there, looked at it and thought, aha, <laughs> and uh, took the bullet train back after the game because I had a ticket that allowed me to go on the any train. And I, I went four hours back Slept to Tokyo rather a time than sleep capsule.
1: In. And Shinjuku Shug was born. Correct. There we go. Thank you to Gabriel. Enjoy the game tomorrow. Hopefully, Gabriel is bringing us reports and reaction of a famous night because it might be a famous night in here as well. Matthew tweeted to say are Tweedledum and Tweedledummer on until midnight again if we qualify tomorrow (laughs) like in Belgrade? I couldn't possibly imagine who you're referring to but Gordon DL, Mark Wilson and myself do have a late night show planned for tomorrow. So much so that actually on my way in, Hugh Keevans I went to the local petrol station on Dumbarton Road, the BP garage and the gentleman Behind the till Very kindly donated I mean how Scottish <laughs> can you get A box of Tunnock's tea cakes For us to enjoy the game tomorrow I would open them But you don't like chocolate They're wasted no, on you no. Simon's an athlete He tends to I'm, uh, I'm a big, big, big fan of. Oh come on uh,
3: Seriously? I'm bit, I prefer the wafers
1: no, They're good as well But there we are So uh, I don't know if this will be enough To get us through the six hour show um, I, not, I might better not be six hours actually. Um, but the late night show, but we do will it, be on. Do you want me to call in for old times' sake? Yeah, I mean, a few less glasses <laughs> of wine this time. That night from Belgrade was one of the old timers, so hopefully <laughs> it's something similar. What about John and Helen's? how are you, John? Uh, I'm good. Evening panel. Hi. What's on Hi your John. mind, John?
10: Uh just wanna talk a wee bit about Scotland and maybe um take it away from the current nationals uh, set up as it is. Obviously credit goes to Stevie Clark and the boys hundred and ten percent. but if we if we look back uh, maybe a wee bit of credit nobody's mentioned to the SFA. um they they clearly identified maybe um you might correct me with my dates maybe about fifteen, sixteen 16 years ago, we identified that we weren't producing young talents like, like other teams across the globe were. Um, and, and we went away back, we scrapped the current format we had in place from grassroots levels into development league, into junior, and uh, we step up, we scrapped it, and uh, we, put a, we put a new platform in place um, that allowed the kids... A chance to learn how to play football. Which, like when I was when I was a kid, I played on eleven-a-side parks at the age of nine years old. And now the setup is they play four-a-side at a very young age. Step into five-a-side with goalkeepers. Step into seven-a-side, which is all a fun environment for them to learn. Then it's when they get in nine-a-side they start introducing all the laws to <laughs> the game. And I just think um, that a lot of credit needs to go to the s f a for for clearly identifying that and you look at the current Scotland squad today the amount of young young talents that are in there you've got your hockeys um Portis, he's even young as well isn't he mm. um um, Patterson there's, there's a lot of young blood there That have obviously They've come through um, And benefited from yep. From the new format put in place
1: yeah, I think the thing you And Simon you'll definitely know A lot about this um, Having been involved it's, To have success It needs to be a, a joint effort Everyone needs to try and pull in the right direction So from a Scottish FA perspective And by the way none of this <coughs> is perfect Because you always want to produce more So it's yeah. not to say it's above criticism Of course not um, you know, performance schools come in They have helped bring in Billy Gilmore and Nathan Patterson They'd be yeah. the obvious examples in today's squad Should we have had more? I think that's a valid question mm-hmm. Can we get more? Fine um, But but then the clubs need to take some credit as well John's right, if you're going to go through that squad And, and look at guys that have come through recently like Andy Robertson's like a fairy tale version You were there, you saw mm-hmm. part of the, the journey at Dundee United yep. But you know, but for and Hickey you know, coping with setbacks and ending up at Hearts and, like we said, Billy Gilmore starting at Rangers um, and, and Ryan Portes that was mentioned and, and Kieran Tierney did it through the sort of Celtic way. Uh, Lewis Ferguson at Hamilton Aki. So the clubs take responsibility as well. And then the added bit, who else is eligible? Mm-hmm. Can we get Scott McTominay? Can we get Angus Gunn? <clears throat> Can we get Shea Adams, Hugh? So, yeah, I, I don't, I don't disagree that the Scottish Sheffield are, are due some praise Well, uh, it's, But it's, it's nice to have a, a combined effort isn't it a, a, a phrase I thought I'd never hear In this programme actually
2: Let's <laughs> hear, let's hear some praise for the SFA So John has broken the mould With that one You know they are constantly Criticised and sometimes With justification But people think There is absolutely no attention paid To that side of the game And John has just Described in accurate detail the way it works. Uh, so we, we are paying attention, and all at the SFA who implement these things
1: do deserve credit. You always need more, Simon. That's the thing about youth yeah. development. I don't <clears throat> think you, you, we can't sort of sit still on that.
3: Well, you're, you're naming the two, did you say Gilmer and Patterson, Patterson would be the, the performance, performance schools?
1: Solutions. And there's loads kind of just. Below that, yeah. and then, like well, Alex Lowry in the 21s, yeah. you know, Max Johnson get a good move in the summer. There are, there are a few for sure, yeah. but in terms of a squad, they would be the, the two main ones.
3: Yeah, so you could maybe say that we, we would have liked to have seen a few more, but I think you're absolutely right. I think the clubs have to take credit as well for, you know, putting these guys in a position, a platform to go and play and develop. Uh, and I think, you know, Stevie Clark has. Uh, It's a period of Scotland, you know, over the last little uh, the campaign and the Euros. The Cup, we've got some good players coming through, and we touched on it. I mentioned it earlier on the show. I think the benefit of this team players playing far and wide has really raised the bar as well. Uh, Yeah. You know, Kieran Tierney was down at Arsenal, Robertson was at Liverpool. There's boys there, Gilmer, I know it didn't work out for him at Chelsea, but he's playing at Brighton. There's, there's lads playing in Serie A, as we touched on earlier on. You know, Hickey's and th- been and Hickey's come been, back. has yeah. been back. down in the Premiership. I think it's a really good blend in the squad. And I think, you know, we are seeing, and I agree with you, you know, the last Euros, what I take from the last Euros is, I think a lot of these guys <clears throat> themselves will admit that they, they underperformed at that. But what they've taken from the last Euros is an experience, and I think they want to put that right at the finals next year.
1: I think also once you the, the idea obviously is to get there a lot, isn't it? And then you you get, got, there you've lot, get more to draw on because I, I, the last Euros was poor, disappointing, whatever. But at the same time, it was probably what what we're we talking one good performance. Two disappointing performances, yeah. yeah. So it's not like loads to go on, do you know no. what I mean? But unfortunately, that's the cut from nature. Remember, of before that, football. it was
3: the 98 World Cups, and none of these guys had experience. Yeah. I know we were playing two of the games at Hamden, and I think that's where the extra disappointment right, mm-hmm. we think, oh, well, we should be rolling the Czech Republic and Croatia <laughs> yeah. over. Croatia have been at two, set the final mm-hmm. of the World Cup in the same I think we'll
2: take the lift, Simon, from it being in Germany yeah. in magnificent stadium. Uh, it, it, it will. Lift us out of ourselves entirely It will be
1: like France 98 yeah. Thank you very much to John How are you two faring on this teaser? Nine former Rangers players who've played in three Out of the five so-called big leagues So Mark Hatley played Italy, England, France Brian Loudrup, Germany, Italy, England Aaron Ramsey, England, Italy, France Now you've suggested
2: that The, 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 the last six are Off the scale
1: De Boer, De no. De Boer. No. Funnily enough, No, no. Alexei Mikhailichem? No. Two guy? Nope. Leonel Charbonnier? No. Mm. What if one of them was currently a very high profile football manager? Gattuso? No. I see your thinking. Uh, Mm hmm. Vika Arteta? Yes. France, Spain, and England. We will get the rest of the answers. We hope (laughs) now. Clyde
0: 1 Super Scoreboard. Hear it. Watch it. Search the YouTube stream now. Number one for football in Glasgow and the West. 0141 951 1025. Clyde 1 Super Scoreboard.
1: In the final part of tonight's Clyde 1 Super Scoreboard, it's been a bad start to the Champions League game at Peters Hill. Glasgow City trailing SK Bran by a goal to nil in the first leg of that final qualifier to get into the group stages. So hopefully uh, there can be a bit of a comeback on for Leanne Ross's side in that one and then go and finish the job off in Norway next week. Right, your teaser tonight is, and it's a good one. And worth bearing in mind the whole point of this, if you're new to this format and you think, what is this teaser they speak of? It's when you send the question in to us and the pundits try and come up with the answers. So you can always go around bragging that you caught them out with your question. The Crazy Pony wanted them tonight to name nine former Rangers players who've played in three of the so-called five big leagues. So you've got Mikel Arteta, Mark Hately, Brian Loudrop, Aaron Ramsey, Ray Wilkins Ray Wilkins Chelsea Man United QPR Palace Milan PSG Not a bad list Philippe Sendros Yes you Kevin's. We forget almost played AC Milan And Valencia yeah. Yeah. As well as obviously A few clubs in England Well done Okay So we're sitting on what Six uh-huh. Three to get is it One Two yeah. Three yes, I love this Because the crazy pony does an intense amount of research He's actually said um, That there is a tenth answer um, but I thought Albert Goodmanson would be harsh even on Roger Hanna Never heard of him Albert I think, I think we just move on <laughs> Do you know what my favourite uh, headline of the day I think was Because this did hook me in Did you see it? Trent Alexander-Arnold names 27-year-old free agent As the toughest opponent who never made it Now you think Trent must have come up against quite a fair few yeah. Do you know who he was talking about? Do no. you see this? No? Am I going to spoil no, it for no, you? No, I've not seen it Brandon Barker. Oh. Remember him? Yeah. So Trent was asked, who's the toughest guy you ever played against that maybe didn't quite make it? Straight away, Brandon Barker.
3: Hibbs and...
1: Rangers. Rangers, aye. Eh? Ended up with Neil Lennon in yeah. Cyprus. Yeah. Apparently was genuinely unbelievable as a, a youngster at Man City. Got a magnificent hair weave as well. And yeah. um, I think Andy Hallery said he was great in training and stuff at Rangers as well. And there you go. Just mm. Anyone spring to mind in your career, Simon? Anyone you thought would... Destined for the top, and it never quite panned out. God deal. By the <laughs> way, you could you could say that <laughs> he got distracted. I think. Would yeah. Three times. Right yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. We dimes. had. I, I had. Uh, it's a good question. that I know teammate Stuart Kerr. I Go I always back. thought he was when he broke in it. He came through the under eighteen with myself. I, he, he into the team at one point, and I was. From training wise I always thought He was potentially A a Scotland number one I think He might have struggled With the kind of Back pass stuff But I thought At that point You know The trajectory Easy for me to say Was you know Getting to the Scotland Set up But it
1: never Quite worked out for him There we are Brandon Barker There we go A blast from the Not so distant past Uh, Still time I would say To squeeze a call in Might need to be Quite quick with it Uh, On 01419511025 You can still tweet as well At Clyde SSB I mean I think it will be ambitious To squeeze another call in. Yeah I do, I think it will I'll tell you what we'll do It is international break of course We've been talking about the A squad Let's hear a bit from One of the under 21s And that is Alex Lowry Because he is of course on loan at hearts From Rangers But he's been speaking in the Scotland camp And here is what he had to say today
14: got a lot of confidence right now so I'm, I'm playing good football and of course it was a big decision in the summer because I'd been at Rangers my full life so I didn't really know anything else and then to come my hearts. Um, it's been a big step but it's been a step I've loved. Um, the boys have been brilliant with me, the staff have been brilliant with me so I've got nothing to complain about. I'd thought about it a lot this summer and maybe the back end of last season I'd thought about it but it was more when it kind of happened. There was only maybe a two day spell where I'd basically spoke to spoke to Nasey and the deal was kinda of done in a day so there wasn't much to think about and then just wanted to get going and start playing football regularly. The main thing for me was probably stay relevant. I was wanting to, to play myself well oh, sorry, playing a, a good league in hearts. When they came in it was it was a no brainer. They're in the same league, they've got a lot of pressure on them to win every game. That kinda of side that's kinda of out of my hands so I'm not really not really focused on it, but as long as I keep playing well and um, I'm helping the team. That's all I can kind of do just now. Well, for a start, sometimes—and no offence to
1: them—some of the under twenty ones really don't like the prospect of being interviewed. So no. he certainly sounds like he, mm. um, he's expressing himself, referring here. to his manager <laughs> as nazy. Uh,
2: he's of,
1: got a and on for goodness' sake. Yeah, none
2: of that gaffer stuff for him. Uh, you know, obviously at the start of the season, Rangers having uh, lost as many lead games as they have done. People go back to Alex Lowry and say, well, it's another Michael Beale mistake. Why was he allowed to go out on loan and look what's left behind? Uh, he's having a great time at heart. Uh, he was outstanding in the, the game against him. Nasey came in for a bit of a criticism for taking him off, but Nasey maintains that he was tired. Uh, but he clearly has a talent and it, he'll go back to Rangers all the better for having been at Tynecastle.
1: I think we probably would have had a Should Alex Lowry be recalled Debate anyway mm-hmm. Um But given that there's a new Manager I wonder what that, well will be a new manager What that will do to that question
3: well, I, I think you know first and foremost Credit to the, the kid who wants To go and play football He's went over to Hearts to play football Wasn't getting a look in at Rangers He had an, an injury problem last year I, I like. The look of him, I I think any time I've seen, I've seen him recently created a goal up at Dingwall. He scored late on at Rugby Park. He's fighting himself into this team. It looks as if he's a player that wants to go and make things happen. And as Hugh touched on there, the question, and I think there'll be a lot of Rangers fans out there thinking, why is he been allowed to go to Hearts when you know they've been looking at these players, particularly the the, the guys in your team that you want for uh, attacking things that happen midfield to front not doing it at Rangers just now, I think this guy would have been playing.
2: It would simply be put down as a Michael Beal misjudgment to let him go. Uh, But he will Mm. assuredly be back.
1: Right, time will tell. Let's see what is the remaining answers on this teaser. Three more former Rangers players have played in three of the five big leagues. Uh, So you've got Arteta, you've got Haitley, Loudrop, Ramsey, Senderos and Wilkins really tough the Romanian yeah, it, Do you remember I think he was a lone player came from Man City um, he played for Bolton Espanyol and a team in Italy as well he was Slov- oh my goodness I'm going to get this the wrong way around Slovenian or Slovakian why I can't remember that it's one of them Vladimir Weiss oh, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah okay yeah. this guy played for Valencia Sunderland he was Swedish Bjorklund Bjorklund well done and the last one uh, played for where was the list Um, that's a tough one Fulham Deportivo and a few French teams what nationality French I'll just put you out your misery position Mm. position (laughs) J.B. John Brown (laughs) Jerome Bonnysell oh Oh, right tough one tough 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 thank you to Simon Donnelly Hugh Keevans hopefully it is a famous night for Scotland tomorrow we have extended the show with Mark Wilson and Gordon DL so make sure you join us and Callum Gallagher is up next